strange things happen <laughs> at night. I'm so afraid. <laughs> During the Small Goals podcast, we record from the hours of 12 a.m. to 2.30, and some strange occurrences happen often. <laughs> Tatiana's really paranoid. I have no idea why. Um, but sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes we see figures in the little studio window. My boyfriend will come and visit, but like, he just emerges from the darkness and it's so scary. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Small Goals lifestyle and comedy podcast about tips for a slightly happier life. I'm Seth Bodine. And I'm Tatiana Parafinnik-Telesnik. This episode's tip... <laughs> you stole my part. <laughs> Usually I say that. Fine, go ahead. And I'm Seth Bodine. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's tip... <laughs> Be creative. This week's goal came to us. Maybe in part, perhaps because we didn't think of one. And so we had to. You're telling our audience that we didn't have a plan? No, I had this. Well, personally, I had this plan for a bit now. I thought this would be fun because I recently got some new roommates. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Had some old roommates, and they were difficult. I have these new roommates, and they're really funky and fun. And sometimes I'll hang out with one of them in particular, and we'll hang out. Partake in some green. That's a salad, kids. And the salad. Will Not f- <laughs> drugs. It will fill us with the vitamins and nutrition we need to think some wacky thoughts. And I you not. Everything that comes out of this kid's mouth is absurd and ridiculous. Like once he was chewing on almonds. Were you here when he did that? I don't think I was. He was chewing on almonds. He was, you know, really high on all those veggies. And he was like, we should kill all almonds. They're disgusting. And I was like, what? (laughs) And he he concocted a plan to kill all almonds. And he's like, almonds are disgusting. If you think you like them, it's because the government has tricked you into liking them. We have to end it all. And then once we accomplish that goal, another year, we'll campaign for another nut. And then Haley was like, another year, another nut. And then we were all like, yep, I guess another year, another nut. And then we were just making a list of all the nuts that have to go. And he was like, all of them, they're all disgusting and horrible. He... That's like just a sampling of how absurd this kid is. I, he'll just come up like today. I was home. I just couldn't like get to class today. Um, just couldn't happen. And he got back home and he saw that I was home and he was like, what are you doing here? 
Maggie just started complaining. And I was like, oh, it's a, I'm sorry, I'm putting a lot of negative energy out there. And he's like, oh, it's Tuesday. Tuesdays are for negative energy. And then he left. <laughs> and he reminds me. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Tuesdays are for, but it's Wednesday now. Yeah. Time to shape the fuck up, everybody. It's a Wednesday. Motivational clapping. Even though the audience doesn't really know what that noise is. Could be anything. Could be a whip. <laughs> Something breaking in the background. Nope. Just disjointed la- uh, clapping. Motivational Wednesday. Um, My point, though, is that he reminds me of the importance of thinking of uh, new paths to get your point across and uh, the value of absurdity and that that is a part of creativity. I think that we like to think that creativity is like this beautiful process and just God speaks to you and you touch a canvas and beauty bursts from your fingertips the art gods descend upon <laughs> the artist yeah. and create beautiful art no it's kind of like most creativity is creativity that spur- spurs great work is unscripted right well and then also it's unscripted and you have to ask for it and i think that i meet a lot of people who have decided that they're not creative and what's unfortunate is the it's all in the decision I don't think necessarily people are naturally destined to being boring people but for whatever reason a damn English teacher or some bully some mean family member said you are not creative Uh, and they were like okay and then now where they're in their 20s, they go to art parties and they're like, if only it was creative. And it's like, ah, sweet child, you're alive in a human body. You make up sentences as you go. Like, you, when you walk forward to a new destination, you make up the path as you go. Right? Right. You're you're constantly creating, my friend. The experience you're having is entirely unique to you. And I think something you're kind of talking about is that sometimes it's some people who tell us as we're young that we're not creative or that we're not good at something. But really the problem is that internalizing that, mm-hmm. taking it, taking those words to heart, Mm-hmm. And then we say, oh, well, I'm not creative because other people say so. And I'm not saying like deciding to be creative necessarily will make you the next Picasso. Like there there definitely is people who are like naturally talented at specific things. But as far as the process of being creative, sweet children of the world you are all going to create in your life and so the decision then is how boldly will you create how how committed will you be to create unabashedly enthusiastically to 
mix up things in new ways. And uh, actually, I also wanted to bring up something in regards to this, and this is the other theme, is at the, um, I recently presented at the Feminist Thought and Action Conference. <laughs> After I shopped at Whole Foods and I composted. Had some kombucha. <laughs> My vagina felt great. <laughs> Um, yeah, after <laughs> all, of, I headed to the Feminist Thought and Action Conference, and it was a great time, but there was a, a great presenter, and she's a poet, and she was talking about creativity, and it was just the most intriguing speech, and she was just, she was really cute, she was, like, second generation Syrian, grew up in the suburbs of Colorado, but she spoke like a surfer. It was very interesting. She's like, dude, dude. Like, she's just, like, really engaging the audience by saying dude a lot. And uh, one of the things she said about the process of creativity is overwhelming when you think that you have to create something entirely... um, You have to, like, pull from the ethers and make art. When the creativity is just like reorganizing your history and and reorganizing your knowledge. And you're going to have to do that because sometimes there is a literal roadblock and you have to take a new path to work. And then in life, to express yourself in new ways, right? That's like poetry and that's art and that's music. That's, I don't know, pottery. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> make some pots I love some nice pot looking tree <laughs> anyway <laughs> this is the podcast um. that ruins my career <laughs> not my sex podcast it's this one <laughs> No, I actually no, really. No, Hon- really. Honestly, I love pottery. Like Pottery's I, I great. like to throw down on the wheel. Some pottery. <laughs> and also, poetry is cool. Cause yeah. you just have to say things. Do it. <laughs> say something. Poetry. Yeah. Um. You're a poet. You know all about this. <laughs> right. So I write. As I sort of inadvertently advertised uh, in the first episode, <laughs> I write a haiku every day at Haiku a Day. Follow Instagram, me. Follow me. Follow me. Share everything. Yo, no, 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 no. Don't follow. We can't endorse it. But you can follow me <laughs> if you want at at Haiku a Day. If you or are if you interested. Wanted, if you're interested... I have a poetry account called at Haiku a Day on Instagram. And so I've written over a thousand haikus. 1,147 is oh, where I'm at. Oh, look at me. I so, just, oh, I'm so quirky. But my haikus didn't start out fantastic. See, right. They started out pretty ordinary, actually. Well, um, yeah. But I think what holds us back a lot of the time is fear of other people's reaction Mm -hmm. because we so often take people's feedback 
Mm-hmm. So I was just writing dumb haikus, maybe till I got to 500, 600. So I'd say most of what you create isn't going to be fantastic. But the point is that you're being creative every day. And that creativity is sparking your imagination. It's kind of like running. If you it's don't, a muscle. If you don't run every day, you're not going to be good at running. Yeah. You're going to get a nine-minute mile like me. <laughs> and then, but if you do little things that require some sort of creativity, it doesn't have to be something that's monumental. Like, you don't have to sculpt out of marble mm-hmm. every day. But you can do a painting, a small painting, or a sketchbook. Mm-hmm. And that and just helps you. Yeah. I think it also helps you figure out what your art might be. Because my mom is an amazing painter. And that never came easy to me. So I think it was easy for me to be like, she paints, I should paint. I'm not good at painting. And I moved on. And there's so many ways to engage in creative expression. There's so many ways to engage in creative expression. So I think that's important. And then here's the thing um, about creativity and fearing the judgment of others. I recently turned in a paper for women's studies class and we're kind of joking around the office that it's like, you have that one thing going because I got an A plus on it. The professor uh, called me before class. She like waved her finger at me and I was like, oh shit, what did I do now? I'm like not in high school. I'm like an adult and I still get- Come to the principal's office. (laughs) Right. The fact that she was- I just don't like authority wagging fingers at me. And she was on the phone, but before I went to the classroom, she was like, hold up. And so she just like put her finger and she was talking in in the phone and it was scary because she was talking. And then she was like, oh, someone bring my glasses. And I was like, oh, she wants me to go get her glasses. And I was like, I'll go too. And she's like, no, no. And she does more intricate finger wagging. And I was like, okay. And she got off the phone and she's like, your paper was one of the best papers I've read in years. She is the director of women's studies at CSU. Wow. So what happened with that piece, A, I wrote it between the hours of 12 a.m. and 5 a.m. The day it was due. Cute. I know. I've never claimed to be a healthy person, but I had ideas. I was sparked by creativity. I was like, this is like a poem more than an essay. So then I was like, here's a poem. That's cool. what poems sound like when they're being made. <laughs> Do you hear that? Do you hear it? That's creativity. <laughs> the wild creativity. <laughs> yeah, I was like at 3 a.m. and I was like, Alice, she falls down and inside out and... and oh, I'm, Yeah, and it wasn't, I'm not going to claim, I mean, I sent it to you, and I'm not sure, like, I don't think you were amazed, I don't think poetry people were knocked out, but it was in the context of the analysis around um, 
mestiza feminism, it made sense. And so I just was like, I was even joking because not only is there a random little poem in the middle, there's it ends in a sketch and you've seen my handwriting. Now imagine I'm now like a map. <laughs> it's bad news. And then I turned it in like, here's a sketch and a poem and eight pages on eh, feminism, academic. There you go. And she loved it. And that and she could have not. But it, and it was worth the risk because I had a thought genuinely for once in my academic life. I had a thought and I wanted to share it. And I thought that there was some other ways to do it. And it paid off and it won't always pay off. Right. You get frustrated all the time. Right. Because you enjoy it. You revel in something you've done creatively and like four people will like it. Right. And you'll spit out some some TJ Maxx soccer mom <laughs> shit. Like, yeah. So, I mean, not every day, like I said, not every day are great, but reception is varied on and what I write. And out of your control. And totally out of my control. But the point is, I think <laughs> I think it's funny some people treat creativity like it's a wild animal. Like it just comes at night <laughs> and strikes. But really, it's just something you use every day and don't and really realize it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it doesn't really matter who likes to what degree what you produce. What matters is that you have an outlet. And whatever you do, and sometimes you have to fight for that outlet. Like I'm doing a critical paper for my English class and I want to integrate multimedia, but I have to make the argument to be creative. Mm. Ultimately, I think the best takeaway from our various stories and giggles is it's a muscle and you need to exercise it. You need to feel ownership over it. Um, it's yours. It's there. It's not a wild beast that strikes in the night. Sometimes you're more inspired than others to to work out, right? Right. But it pays off to kind of force yourself to work out even when you don't want to. And then who knows? Motivation happens. Uh, but exercise this muscle. Be creative. Yeah, so just find something that you like to do, whether it's painting or writing. It doesn't have to be big, but I small. love collaging. I f*** with collaging. That's you great. didn't know that passion of I mine said no. I f*** with collaging. I will, we'll, we'll have a collage party maybe. I love collaging. Okay. Like very artily. Okay. Well, seems like... <laughs> we have collaging to do. <laughs> yeah. Until next time.